Good morning to you all. Uh, this is Patrick Shane. Uh, I'm used to be the pastor of the Chinese congregation uh, here at the First Baptist Church. And uh, three years ago, uh, God blessed us and uh, gave us a building across the street uh, from First Baptist Church. And so we moved to there. And this morning is really my honor that Pastor Mark Rotermo gave me this privilege to share with you what God has done in my life. Before we start, let us have a word of prayer. Father in heaven, we are so thankful. Even the environment, the situation is changed. And we have the COVID-19 bothering us. But you still give us the opportunity to serve you, to worship you using different means. We lift this morning service in your hand. May the Holy Spirit talk to us. May this service be a blessing to everybody. All these things I pray in your Son Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I believe in our life, we all have the experience that some people approach to us and ask us a question. We thought they're looking for answer, but later on we found they're not really seeking any answer from you. They try to give you a hard time or try to make fun on you. These things also happened to Jesus. It was recorded in Luke chapter 10, verse 25 to 37. The scripture said, One time there's a lawyer came to Jesus, and he asked Jesus, say, Teacher, tell me, what must I do to inherit eternal life. And Jesus said, hey, you're the lawyer, right? You're expert in interpreting law. You should tell me what is written in the law. And the man said, oh yeah, I know the answer. The scripture said, love the law, your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength, and love the neighbor as yourself. You say, that's correct. That's right. Then just go ahead and do it. And the lawyer found embarrassing himself, say, why am I asking Jesus a question that everybody knows the answer? So he tried to justify himself and challenge and push Jesus with another question. He asked Jesus, who is my neighbor? Jesus patiently answered him this question by telling him a story. The story goes by like this. He said, one time there was a man he was on the way from Jerusalem to Jericho. Somehow, 
some robbers came, attacked him, and they took everything from him, and they beat the man half dead, and they ran away. So the man fell on the ground. There was some person passed by, and Jesus mentioned there was a priest, a priest passed by. And Jesus particularly mentioned the priest saw the man lying on the, fro- on the ground. But the priest did nothing. He totally ignored. He went away. Later on, this other man came by. He's a Levi. He also saw what happened. He also saw the man lying down on the ground. is dying. The Levi also ignored and went away. Finally, there's a Samaritan came by. He saw what happened. He saw the man. And he immediately took action. Have mercy on the man. He poured the wine and the oil on the man and put a bandage on this wounded man and then put the man on his own donkey and took him to a motel. And the man spent a night there. Next day, the man talked to the owner of the motel, say, please look after this poor man. Please take care of him. I will come back. I will repay you whatever you have spent on taking care of this wounded man. Jesus finished the story. And then he asked the lawyer, you asked me a question, who is the neighbor? Now let me ask you, of these three men, who is the neighbor to the wounded person? The Levi, the priest, or the Samaritan? And the lawyer answered, of course, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. This is an amazing story. Who is our neighbor? Jesus make it very clear. The one who's in need is your neighbor. Who is that man fell into the hand of the robbers? He was beaten to half dead. Did Jesus say that man is a Jew? No. Was that man a Samaritan? No. Was he a Gentile? 
Jesus just said, there was a man fell into the hand of the robbers. They beat him, they attacked him, and he was dying. Does that matter who was that man? The point is, the man needs help. Who are the three persons passed by? In this case, Jesus particularly mentioned the priest, the Levi, and the Samaritan. Who are the priests and the Levi? They're supposed to be godly men. They serve in the temple every week. They got all the religious training. They have all the knowledge about the law. But sadly, unfortunately, they cannot convert the knowledge into action. On the other hand, who was the person show mercy to the wounded man? It's Samaritan. Who is Samaritan? Samaritan people have no social status in a Jewish community. Jews hate Samaritans. The Jews, they don't want to have any relationship. They want to, do not want to associate with the Samaritan. They are low, 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 low in the society. But does that matter? To me, how brave was Jesus? He can praise a Samaritan to a Jewish lawyer. What does that tell? God does not care who you are. God does not really mind how much training, how much knowledge you have in the temple. The important thing is, can you translate this knowledge into action to practice your faith? Today, we need the good Samaritans in our society. It's amazing. In my life, God has sent so many good Samaritans to me. God demonstrate his love through these good Samaritans. When I was 10 years old, my father passed away. He worked very, very hard in his office. And he died in his office. That was in the year of 1965. That is the year that my oldest brother supposed to get married. My brother, he's the oldest one in the family. He 
said, how can I marry? My father died. I left a family with a widow and eight children. And I'm the first born in this family. I need to support my family. And all the financial burden fell on me. My brother sacrificed his opportunity to get married. He took care his seven younger brothers and sisters. We call him Gugu. Just like we never call our father, mother by name. We say daddy, mommy. We never call our older brothers by name. We call them Gugu. And he called me, the younger brother, as a DD. 1976, I graduated from high school. My Gugu, my oldest brother, he said, DD, you're my baby brother. I know. It's your dream. Want to go to America? to get education. I will help you to complete your dream. That year, he was very, very sick. He always went to the hospital. He has a very serious heart disease. I said, Gugu, how can you help me? He said, no, my baby brothers, Didi, I love you. Ever since our father passed away, I am your acting father. I will, you, I will let your dream come true. I will sell my house. I will sell all my possessions to send to America. My tears came down by his love. My brother is my good Samaritan. The day when I left Hong Kong, came to America, my mother came to me. He had a little box. She opened the box. She said, son, this is all I have. 300 US dollars. Take it with you. And she also gave me her personal Bible. And she said, son, this is the treasure. And the third gift that she gave me is a promise. Son, day and night, I will pray for you. Don't be scared. Remember, you have a father in heaven. He will sustain you. My mother is not just my mother. She is a good Samaritan to me. 
the day in the airport where I left Hong Kong. I talked to my oldest brother, Gu Gu. Gu Gu, wait for me. When I graduate, I will come back home. I will return all your love to you. Only one month. When I came to America, one day I received a letter from my friend. He said, "Patrick, your brother passed away. It came to me like a thunderstorm." I said, "No, like a volcano." I cry, I cry. The sound of the crying shaked the dormitory. Everybody came. What happened? I said, I lost, I lost, I lost my brother. My youth director happened in California. She works at Chinese Christian Mission. When she heard the news. And she said, "Patrick, I want to come to Iowa to visit you, to pray for you, to support you." I said, "No, no, no! You cannot do that. It's too far." After a week, I received a package from her. I opened it. It's airline ticket, round trip ticket from Iowa to San Francisco. She said. I want you to come. We have a lot of Christian brothers, sisters, and pastors. We want to pray for you. We want to support you. We want to encourage you. My youth director, Cecilia, you is my good Samaritan. Where I lost my brother. Life is tough. It's not easy. What they are wondering on the campus. I just don't know where the money comes from to pay my tuition. And a brother from the Chinese Bible study group on campus came to me. He said, "Patrick." Here's the envelope. Someone asked me to hand to you. Who is that man? He said, "I don't know. You just take it." I opened the envelope. It's cash. There's a note. He said, "My dear brother in Christ, I know you have difficulty. This is the money for you to pay your tuition." Who is that brother? I don't know, but he's a good Samaritan to me. He support me. He encourage me. They all have big impact in my life. I pray to God. God, it's so tough. Help me. 
every midnight, I went to the open space at Iowa State University campus. I knelt down in the snow. I cried to God, God help me. God sent Good Samaritan to me. The civil engineering department at Iowa State University said, young man, we can help you to join the cooperation program. I joined the program. Legally, I work for Iowa Department of Transportation. It's God's mercy. These people all have great impact in my life. Through this good Samaritan, I experienced the love of God. It changed me. I also want to be a good Samaritan to others. And I pray to God, God give me the honor. Choose me to be your servant. It's my dream to be a pastor, to help others. I don't want to be a religious man. I want to be a good Samaritan. If you want to be that, God always gives you opportunity. I remember a couple years ago, I went to El Paso Airport to pick up my wife. As we are waiting for the luggages, an agent from Southwest Airlines stopped by. He said, are you Chinese? I said, yes. Can you speak Chinese? Yes. And then she told us, here is a young Chinese lady. She landed in the wrong airport. Do you want to help her? Me and my wife approached the young girl. He appears as a student from China. Yes, indeed. And she was so scared. She said, I landed in the wrong place. What should I do? I need to go to my school, but the, the earliest flight will be tomorrow morning. My wife and I asked her, say, young lady, what we can do is we can give you a ride to the motel. Oh, if you want it, you can stay in our house. And she made the decision, say, okay, I can stay in your house. We took her to our house, spent a night, next early morning, we took her to the airport. That's it. I thought the thing's over. When we came home, we found she left a note on the desk. He said, Pastor Shin, to you may be a little thing, but to me, it's shocking. I never have this kind of experience in my hometown. Who will open the house to a stranger? It is really big impact to my life. Pastor Shin, I want to tell you, someday in the future, I will do the same thing to others. I want to be a good Samaritan. I thought it's over. Not yet. One day my daughter opened the computer and said, Daddy, there's a woman talking about you. I'm so scared. What is the woman? And they opened, find a story by that student. She put the whole thing on the line. And she said, 
I want to be that good Samaritan also. Little things can change life. Love can conquer hate. The lawyer asked Jesus, Who is my neighbor? Anybody who needs your help is your neighbor. God bless you all. Let's pray. Father in heaven, help us how to practice our faith in our daily life. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 12, it was mentioned, no one has ever seen God if we love each other. God lives in us. And the love of God is complete in us. I want to challenge to you. Do you want to be a good Samaritan to anybody who's in need? Father, bless this country, bless America. This is a beautiful country. Let the love of God conquer all the divisions among us. All these things I pray in your Son, Christ Jesus' name. Amen.